Good mornings, I'm Chris Oaks, and coming up today, few industries were as closely monitored and scrutinized during the pandemic as elder care facilities. Now the CEO of the nation's largest senior living community has written about the lessons learned from this once-in-a-lifetime experience. Also this morning, especially in today's market, it's easy for first-timers to get caught up in the details of buying a home and forget about the importance of regular maintenance to protect that investment. We have advice. We'll also have what you need, some essentials for the summer season coming up, and it's never too early to start thinking about Friday to help you unwind after a long week at work. Rally in the Alley is back. This is the Good Mornings Podcast Edition for Tuesday, May 24th, 2022. Today is Brothers Day. It is also Asparagus Day, National Escargot Day, Happy Aviation Maintenance Technician Day. Saluting those who work on the uh, planes that we will take on our summer vacations this year. Think about where we would be without those aviation maintenance technicians. Uh, Very important folks. International Tiara Day. And it is Scavenger Hunt Day today. So, I had, uh, this was something we did with some friends um, during the pandemic. Actually, the beginning of the pandemic a couple of years ago, when we were all still in lockdown, you uh, couldn't really go anywhere. There was no place to to go. We did a uh, social media scavenger hunt. It was really kind of kind of cool. I don't know uh, who got the idea where it came from, but uh, you can try this today. It is scavenger hunt day. Uh, basically, someone posts a list of the things that you have to find uh, on Facebook or what have you, and then people. You can do this anywhere uh, across uh, one community or multiple communities in multiple cities multiple states, even worldwide, globally, if you have friends internationally, you post this list and then people go out in their their cars and they drive around, they try and find these things, they take photos of uh, of the things that you, and then you upload them to to Facebook and uh, people who find the most things and get the uh, photos uploaded within a certain amount of time win the scavenger hunt. It was actually kind of, uh, kind of fun. Um, I don't know if it would be as much fun at $4 a gallon driving around town just for the sake of a scavenger hunt, but you know what I'm saying. Something you can do today, scavenger hunt day. So this I thought was kind of interesting to start your day. Something to think about uh, here this morning. A new survey finds that women are less likely to get a decent night's sleep than are men. The American Academy of Sleep Medicine polled... More than 2,000 U.S. adults online and found that women are one and a half times more likely than men to report rarely or never waking up feeling well-rested. 32% of women say they rarely or never wake up in the morning feeling fully rested. Uh, The number was 21% for men, so significant difference. Uh, Sleepiness... Uh, affects the daily activities of 81% of women as compared to 74% of men. They don't get a good night's sleep. They're sleepy during the day. 
the American Academy of Sleep Medicine says adults need at least seven hours of sleep a night. And you can get that by keeping a constant sleep schedule, making your bedroom quiet, relaxing, keeping it at a cool temperature, limiting exposure to bright light in the evenings and turning off electronic devices at least 30 minutes before bedtime. Also, they say avoid eating a large meal right before bed and do not consume caffeine, nicotine and alcohol before bedtime. Exercise regularly, maintain a healthy diet. Don't go to bed unless you are actually sleepy because laying there tossing and turning does not uh, is not conducive to a good night's sleep overall. And if you don't fall asleep after 20 minutes, get out of bed and do a quiet activity without a lot of light exposure until you do feel sleepy. So some uh, tips for a better night's sleep. Women, I hope you're paying attention. It seems that women more likely not to get a good night's sleep than our men. Maybe that is because three quarters of moms, especially young mothers, are hiding how they really feel from their families and families. You should take note of this. This a separate poll of millennial moms found that 73 percent feel like they constantly have to put on uh, put on a strong face for the sake of their family. Uh, One in three admit feeling stressed or overwhelmed at least five days a week. One in three say they feel stressed or overwhelmed in their parental duties at least five days a week. So maybe that's why they can't sleep. The average mom feels rewarded as their role in their role, uh, their motherhood role four days a week. Which is kind of interesting. They're more overwhelmed than they feel that sense of satisfaction being rewarded for the job they do. Uh, Some of uh, the top worries, which obviously can contribute to the stress. Some of the top worries on mom's minds currently are finances, family finances, 40%. uh, 37% said their mental health. Results also found that 7 in 10 moms, 7 in 10, often hold back their feelings and don't tell other family members or even their spouse when they are feeling stressed because they don't think they will get the support they need or because they fear feeling like a failure. Nearly 50% said that they worry about feeling like a failure if they admit uh, their stress and their struggles as a parent. So something to keep in. It definitely be contributing to the lack of sleep uh, among women. That really is sad. So uh, take a moment and uh, and thank mom uh, today. I know it's not Mother's Day, but every day should be Mother's Day. And uh, there's a survey that proves it. So mom, big salute to you. Uh, A couple of other uh, interesting items among the first things you need to know this morning. The most interesting and buzzworthy stories of the day. You know, these days, uh, a lot of companies are uh, more willing to speak out on social issues. Um, There are some companies that have long done this, taken official company positions on social and political issues. But now it seems... More and more large companies are doing this. The most recent example that immediately comes to mind uh, is the 
back and forth between Disney and the state of Florida over the so-called Don't Say Gay bill. Um, and there was a, a big dust-up over that, you recall, in the state of Florida with uh, Disney taking a stance that Governor Ron DeSantis did not appreciate. Well, a new poll on this finds that a majority of voters believe that corporation, corporations should only engage with issues that directly impact their business. If it doesn't affect your business, keep your nose out of it. 55% of people basically say that. This is a Rasmussen survey. 28% believe large corporations should actively engage with important political and cultural issues. 17% say they were unsure. Uh, When corporations do comment on important cultural issues, 27% say they should represent the views, and this is the other part of it. Uh, you know, a company is a company. It is not something that uh, has political views. A company. It's the people within the company, of course, that have the political views. So if a company takes a stance on a political or social issue, uh, what should that reflect? Whose uh, opinions, whose morality, uh, whose political leanings should that reflect? in the survey said that that position should represent the views of the company's customers. 18% said it should represent the views of employees. And another 18% that it should represent the view of shareholders. 13% said it should be the views of management. Interesting. And that's tough uh, because... I think there are probably very few issues where everyone is on the same page. Certainly, everyone being on the same page when it comes to customers or employees. That would be that would be really tough. That's a that's a tall ask to ask a company to represent the views of its customers because those can be quite varied. But of course, every customer thinks that every customer shares their views so that's just asking for trouble there i don't know i think if i ran a uh, major company i think i would uh, take the track of you know what i'm just gonna keep my mouth shut keep my head down go about my business and let others sort that thing out but that doesn't seem to be the uh, doesn't seem to be the way many companies operate these days Uh, just the times that we live in i thought that was interesting and uh, Here's uh, what we have to worry about today. Every day brings something new to worry about. Uh, if it's not COVID, it was monkeypox. If it's not monkeypox, it's another potentially hazardous hazardous asteroid zooming past Earth. Will happen this week. It measures just over a mile long, making it the largest asteroid to get this close to our planet this year. Now, scientists say there is no need to worry. It'll be two and a half million miles away when it passes Earth Uh, here this weekend. A live stream of the asteroid flyby can be watched at the website virtualtelescope.eu. So you want to check that out. May 27th, which is uh, what? Friday, I think is the uh, 27th. Yeah, Friday uh, is when it will happen. So. Uh, unless the scientists miss their mark, that would be a real bummer, wouldn't it? That would put a definite damper on your Friday. That would, would 
really ruin your Memorial Day weekend. And uh, finally, among the first things you need to know this morning, this is how celebrity obsessed we are in this country. And I, this left me shaking my head. Dozens of people are waiting in line to stay at the Indiana Hotel where that escaped Alabama inmate and corrections officer stayed before they were captured. 65 people are on the wait list to stay in room 150 at Motel 41 in Evansville, Indiana. That's where Casey White and Vicki White stayed during the manhunt. You remember that spanned several days. The couple was found earlier this month. Casey White surrendered to police. Vicki White died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. The motel where they were holed up, the room where they were holed up at the Motel 41 in Evansville, Indiana, has a huge wait list of people who want to stay in that room. That is how celebrity-obsessed we are in this country. I don't know. What does that say about our culture today? You decide. There you go. Some of the most interesting and buzzworthy stories to get your Tuesday morning started. WFIN News. I'm Matt Demchek. Your WTOL 11 weather, partly to mostly sunny skies today with a high of 71. Skies will become mostly cloudy tonight, a low of 55. The state fire marshal's office is seeking tips from the public regarding an arson in Putnam County. Investigators say somebody intentionally set fire to a detached garage behind a home in Lipsick earlier this month. A reward of up to $5,000 is being offered for information leading to an arrest and conviction. Anybody who has information is urged to contact the state fire marshal's tip line or Lipsick Police Department. And we have their contact information on the website. A school bus driver in Bryan is being held for quick thinking during a dangerous situation. Last Thursday was like any other day for Horning, when suddenly something didn't seem right. There was a different odor in the bus. The lights on my dash all lit up. A fire broke out at the front of the bus. Horning quickly got herself and the four students off the bus to safety, minutes before the flames quickly got bigger. Bryan Transportation Director Ryan Eberly says a wiring issue may be the cause of the fire. That's WTOL 11's Chase Bachman. The Finley High School class of 2022 will be receiving their diplomas this weekend. This year's commencement will look different than last year's, which was held outside at Donnell Stadium on a cool and windy morning. Join me in moving our tassels from the right to the left. Congratulations. That was last year's valedictorian, Trinity Lee. This year, graduation will be held at the Kaler Center at the University of Finley beginning at 10 o'clock Saturday morning. The Ohio Department of Transportation is inviting people to cast their vote in the 2022 Paint the Plow contest. ODOT District 1 in Northwest Ohio says 28 plows were painted by area schools, which is a record number for the contest. ODOT's encouraging people to check out the plows on their Facebook page, and then every comment, like, or share on the post will count as one vote. One of the plows from the students at Corey Rawson is a tribute to fallen Bluffton police officer Dominic Francis. You have until noon Friday to cast your vote. I'm Matt Demchek with 1330 WFIN and 95.5 FM. Well, over the course of the pandemic, few leaders were watched as closely, uh, especially behind the scenes, uh, as Lucinda Beyer. Uh, She is the uh, president CEO of uh, Brookdale Senior Living, America's largest senior living company. And 
Now, we know how uh, critical uh, and, and challenging it was uh, of a time for senior living communities. Well, Cindy has now written a book uh, about that experience, the lessons that she and her team learned. Uh, it is called Heroes Work Here, an extraordinary story of courage, resilience, and hope from the front lines of COVID-19. And Cindy, first of all, thanks very much for uh, being with us uh, this morning. Talk about the impetus uh, to uh, share your experience in this book. What motivated uh, this made you say, I, I really want to get this story out there? Chris, it's a privilege to be here. And what really motivated me to write the book is that I have been in many different industries throughout my career, but there is no industry like senior living where people sacrifice so much for the good of others. During the pandemic, we learned so very much, and we really wanted to share our behind-the-scenes information to help leaders who are navigating uncharted waters to bring out the best in their teams for the good of society. I think this also celebrates the people who stepped up when it mattered most, and it's a guide to really help people in general overcome whatever challenges they are facing. So there are a lot of lessons in the book. I want to ask you about uh, some of the most important, most significant lessons uh, that stand out for you over the course of the past couple of years for you and your team. And I'm wondering, you know, now that you reflect back on it, uh, were you as prepared as you thought you were? Or was it something that, you know, you can't really uh, ever prepare for this kind of once in a lifetime uh, type of event? Well, I'm grateful that we had 40 years of experience to build on, and the size and scale of Brookdale, as well as its reputation as a learning organization, helped us prepare for the pandemic and to really focus on what matters most, which was the health and well-being of our residents and associates. Uh, I would imagine this is one of those things that, you know, you you can't even imagine, as you said, you've worked in a number of industries um, and, and I can't imagine that when you enter this position in this industry, this is something that you would have ever had on your radar as something you would, might, might have to, uh, to deal with. That's true, but I will say that heat and pressure turn ordinary carbon (laughs) into diamonds, and our people are sparkling a lot brighter today. That is a a great way of putting it. Uh, Talk about the way this also uh, influenced your leadership style uh, and, and the lessons that you impart in the book that can be translated to others, not just in your industry, but other uh, industries, community leaders, so on and so forth. It's really important to focus on what matters most, to eliminate things that are less important, to create a culture that people really want to be part of, and to get people to work together to accomplish amazing things. Energy is important. Positive energy creates energy where negative emotion drains it. Make sure that you listen intently because some of the best ideas come from all different levels of the organization. You want to make decisions as close to your customer as possible and empower your teams to accomplish great things. I'm sure you had quite a bit of that uh, over the past couple of years uh, as well. I want to ask you a couple of things uh, regarding where we are right now as we are starting to come out of this and get back to some semblance of normal. What does senior living look like in a post-pandemic world today? 
especially excited about some of the developments from the pandemic, including telehealth. Imagine how wonderful it is to get health care from the comfort of your home, which is the communities where our residents live. We're also very resident-centered and making sure that we're focused on what they want to live the best lives that are possible. We've learned a lot about technology and a lot about flexibility during the pandemic. Uh, also, it's certainly well documented uh, the labor shortage that is impacting a lot of industries, and I'm sure uh, yours is uh, certainly no exception. And I would imagine it is especially challenging given how difficult uh, this work can be in your industry. Rewarding, to be sure, but difficult work. Uh, how do you approach that uh, so that you can provide the care that you need to provide to those that you are providing it for. So I'm really proud of the fact that for every month, for the last six months, we have hired more associates than have left us. And I think the reason that we've been able to do that is because our mission is so important. We attract people who want to serve others. We've created a culture where people want to be part of it. Everyone wants to be part of something that's bigger than themselves. Mm -hmm. We provide attractive compensation and benefits, and we have more opportunities than any other company in senior living because we operate in more than 41 states. We provide training and development opportunities that allow people to grow in their career and their personal lives while they're part of our, our company. At the end of the day, what do you hope people take away from the book? What is the ultimate message? I think it's really about focusing on what matters most and overcoming obstacles that are in your way. I also want to make sure that they understand that our associates are truly the heroes of this story. And for that reason, all net proceeds from the book will go to Brookdale's Associate Compassion Fund, which is a not-for-profit that provides financial assistance to associates who are in need through no fault of their own. Again, Lucinda Beyer is a president and CEO of Brookdale Senior Living. Her new book is called Heroes, Heroes Work Here, an extraordinary story of courage, resilience, and hope from the front lines of COVID-19 as we uh, start to try to uh, analyze what we've been through and, and you know, come out of it the other side and, and, and talk about what we have learned through all of this that will serve us well moving forward. Cindy, do you have a, a website uh, where folks can get more about the, uh, uh, the book? Is it on the main Brookdale website or you have a special website? Where can folks learn more? Absolutely. Brookdale.com backslash heroes. You can yeah. also find the book at Amazon, Target, Barnes & Noble, and other major retailers. Cindy, thanks very much for taking the time. We appreciate it. Chris, thank you. Well, we know how hot the real estate market has been of late with homes getting snatched up, uh, sometimes even before they are officially listed. Uh, but here's the thing that you may not realize is that once you've gone through the whole process and you've closed on your uh, new home, that is not the end. It is just the beginning of the journey. And joining us this morning to talk about everything you need to know about home maintenance is home care expert David Steckel from uh, Thumbtack. And uh, David, what are some of the biggest challenges uh, that homeowners, especially new homeowners, first-time homeowners, uh, are faced with when it comes to home maintenance and all of the things that come after the sale? We conducted a survey this year, and overwhelmingly the response was that all homeowners feel like maintaining their home is a lot like having a second 
job. And for our new homeowners, they're feeling that most of them don't really know where to start. And what this is doing is causing a lot of our, our new homeowners specifically a lot of stress, not just from not knowing how to fix something that breaks, but because they underestimate not only the time and effort required to take care of their homes, yeah. but really the costs associated with taking care of their homes. Yeah. Uh, welcome to home ownership. There is no shortage of stress when it comes to that. Uh, are there any uh, projects or what are the projects uh, that, that new homeowners should tackle right away? There are so many things to do. The only way is to just, you know, break it down into smaller parts. So I would think about what's the season coming up. And that's going to be summer, which is actually the busiest season for our pros. So if you have anything that's top of mind, we need to get booking those things ASAP. But for some examples, because summer is when we really want to be hosting people and really using the, the backyard and our outdoor space, we want to make sure that our landscaping is pristine. We want to make sure our windows are clean or any exterior painting is done. But also for the inside, you do need to make sure that the AC is maintained well before it gets hot to make sure you're going to get someone to fix it. Next, I'd start planning for those bigger jobs that are going to, you know, increase the functionality or beautify your home, like installing an outdoor kitchen or extending your deck or we're seeing a lot of people installing outdoor sound systems and lighting to help make that evening entertainment better. So, I, again, a wide range of things that are relatively simple, relatively inexpensive to things that are uh, much more involved and much more expensive. When it comes to cost, like everything else, home maintenance has gotten more expensive recently. What are we talking with respect to uh, costs of, uh, of things? Again, this, this has been in the news that material costs have gone up and supply chain issues, all of that. How is that impacting home improvement and home maintenance in general? That's right. We're seeing increases in costs mostly due to labor shortages, supply chain issues, and inflation. But the national average to maintain a home and all the jobs included in that is about $5,000 a year. And that's over, you know, 10 jobs and, you know, allocating for a couple repairs in there as well. But the good news is we can think of that maintenance as an investment. Because what we realized after we got our data back was that a well-maintained home is going to increase the selling price of your home by about 10% compared to a similar home in average condition. And what this amounts to and in a dollar figure is about $44,000 nationwide when it comes to sale time. Yeah. Uh, and again, for a lot of folks who are just getting into a new home, maybe they're not thinking in those terms of uh, ultimately selling it, but uh, that obviously that investment factor uh, needs to be the driving factor uh, in many cases uh, for this. And what uh, are the, the things, because it, the bottom line message here is that the best course of action is take a proactive approach to home maintenance. What can homeowners do uh, in order to maintain that proactive approach, if that makes sense? No, it absolutely makes sense. And the reason why we maintain our homes is so we can control what's going to happen. Because a nightmare scenario of all your mechanical systems failing at the same time costs about $30,000. The maintenance allows you to extend the life expectancy and to reduce the chances of them all 
um, going down at once. So being proactive, what that really means is planning. And that's what Thumbtack's here to do. We're here to help you plan for these expected breakdowns and items. So all you need to do is download the Thumbtack app. Once you're there, we will create a seasonal maintenance guide for you that's personalized to you, your home, and the time of year to make sure you get ahead of these tasks by weeks and months. We'll also allow you to book one of our vetted pros in seconds on our on-demand featured uh, projects. This is all coming to you at no cost. If, however, you are looking for more of the Velvet Club experience, we, we do have our membership, which is at $50 a year. And through that, you're going to get access one-on-one -on -one to our home specialists for expert advice, discounts on many of our projects, and so much more. Really important, too, because it's worth noting that uh, home improvement and uh, home maintenance uh, contractors are, uh, if you're not careful, you can get into a lot of trouble because they are, I think I read a report, like the second most frequent uh, source of consumer complaints. So very important to have a, a vetted professional. If you're not doing it yourself, uh, have a, a vetted professional uh, do the work for you uh, because otherwise you can be asking for even more trouble. And in defense of our pros here, a lot of the stress and complaints is truly coming from that first comment where people aren't really prepared yeah. for the maintenance required in owning a home. So when things pop up, they're, they're anxious, they're overwhelmed. Yeah. And no matter what, the experience is not going to be great because of their mental state that is, at the time. That is so, that's certainly a fair point. Yeah. Yeah. So get ahead of it. Just download the app and we'll take care of the rest. And we can remove that stress from your life. The bottom line is, and we don't bring any of this up to discourage people from jumping into the home market. It still is a, a terrific investment. It is a very important investment uh, that you will make. But obviously, it's more than just about the uh, down payment, the closing costs, and and all of that. Again, uh, David Steckel is home care expert at Thumbtack. Uh, mention again where uh, folks can get more information, more resources to help. All you need to do is go to thumbtack.com or download the app and everything you need will be there. David, thanks very much for taking the time. We appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you, sir. Well, the countdown to summer is on and everyone is getting themselves and their homes ready. Lifestyle and home design expert El uh, Kelly Edwards joins us this morning with what you need this summer. And Kelly, in some ways, it seems like summer is already here. We've had quite a number of days in the upper 80s and even the 90s already. So right at the top of the list is keeping cool, of course. What do you have for us? Okay, you're absolutely right. Let's talk about air conditioning units for just two seconds here. I am joined today by LG, two amazing air conditioning units, first one being their portable model. Now, this one here is sleek. It has a streamlined design, powerful airflow, and it certainly is quiet. The 10,000-unit BTU model with dual inverter is amazing. Cool spaces up to 500 square feet. It has a three-in-one operation with cool fan and dry modes. Perfect for living rooms, offices, and really does offer that flexibility when space is an issue. There's also the Energy Star certified LG 8000 BTU. Now, this is also dual inverter window air conditioning unit. This one here is perfect for rooms up to about 340 square feet. Now, this one has multiple fan speeds, so there's sleep, there's sleep low, high, and a four-way adjustable. 
Now, with both of these, you can save up to about 40% on your energy savings. They're both controlled from the LG ThinQ app, and they're both compatible with Alexa as well as Google Assistant. So both of these are absolutely amazing. They deliver exceptional power, and they will keep you cool and comfortable in your space all summer long. You don't have to worry about that. So what about spending time outdoors? I mean, that's what we uh, all think about in the uh, summertime, uh, getting a backyard and uh, enjoying the great outdoors. You have a suggestion for keeping our outdoor surfaces, our outdoor stuff, uh, pr- protected so that they uh, they look as good at the end of the summer as they do at the beginning of the season? A hundred percent. Okay. The way you do that is with Thompson's water seal. Now, this is great for DIYers, especially myself. We're looking for that simple waterproofing protection. It does protect the various exterior surfaces like wood, concrete, maybe your brick pavers outside. They really have an extensive line. They have wood sealers. They have multi-surface waterproofers. They also have masonry protection, and they have surface prep. Now, it, it is available in multiple opacities, meaning it can range from a clear multi-surface, so you still kind of see that grain come through. Or if you want a little bit more full coverage, you can get something with a deeper, darker color. I will tell you the multi-surface waterproofer is amazing because it really is proven to protect your concrete, your brick, your walkway pavers, your wood. You name it, it takes care of it. Uh, you can go to your national retailers. You can find it on, on the shelves there, or you can certainly go online. But it's a great way to protect the exterior of your home. And you can do it in the summer months. It will also protect it in the winter months as well. And then lastly, of course, the big thing that has everyone buzzing these days, the fact that everything is costing more, but we don't want to keep high prices from putting a damper on our seasonal fun. So let's talk discounts. You have a resource for finding the best deals out there on just about everything. I do. Okay. So before you buy anything, start shopping at Slick Deals. Now, what Slick Deals is, is shoppers helping shoppers find the best products at the best price. It's a site, an app, a browser extension, and a rewards program. They have about 12 million unique users. Everybody votes and bets on the very best deals from the top retailers like Amazon, Walmart, things like that. So you really know that you're getting the best value. It's pretty much like having 12 million friends when everybody shares and (laughs) understands the best deals at any given time, which is awesome. And if there's something very specific that you want, you could actually set a deal alert and it will notify you when um, when that deal matches your criteria actually gets posted to the site. So you can go to wow. slickdeals.net. But you're absolutely right. We all need deals and steals these days, and this is the perfect place to go. Yeah, uh, not just uh, great deals on just about everything, great deals on everything uh, there. And uh, Kelly Edwards with all of the essentials of what you need as we head into the summer season. Kelly, where do we get more information? Well, you can certainly go to any of these brands' websites, or you can go to Kelly Edwards, Inc., which is my Instagram page. I'll be posting all about it there. Kelly, thanks very much for the time, and happy summer. Oh, happy summer. We interrupt this program to bring you a broken news alert. Today's update on the odd and unusual side of the news brought to you as a public service, more or less, of Hancock County Veterans Services. Memorial Day coming up. This seems an appropriate story. You know, uh, Arlington National Cemetery in Washington, D.C. is a a very somber uh, place. Uh, But it also is home uh, to a lot of wildlife. Uh, because there aren't a whole lot of places in Washington, D.C. where you have uh, large swaths of uh, open land and, and basically green space. You've got a lot of that at uh, Arlington National Cemetery, so it is naturally a, uh, a natural habitat for a lot of uh, wildlife. And uh, even the most uh, somber 
places have their lighter moments. For example, uh, at Arlington National Cemetery, uh, there appears to be one very patriotic turkey that has uh, taken up residence. A wild turkey uh, (laughs) has uh, been spotted following funeral processions, (laughs) as well as paying respects to the Tomb of the Unknowns and generally lounging in the sun throughout the uh, cemetery. Um, The uh, uh, spokespersons uh, for uh, Arlington National uh, put this in a a Facebook post uh, last week and said, uh, one of our turkeys, wild turkeys, which resides mainly within our conservation area, has been spotted taking part in the uh, in the processions. (laughs) The uh, post includes a, a photo that appears to show a wild turkey following an army funeral procession. Uh, Despite appearing to be friendly, the official urges visitors uh, who spot the turkey or any wildlife uh, at Arlington to please remember this is their home and be respectful of them and their space. Can you imagine having a a very somber uh, military funeral? And here's this wild turkey just following in the uh, procession. (laughs) It's not planned that way. It just happens. Uh, Lots of uh, uh, wildlife, including uh, wild turkeys, deer, squirrels, coyotes. Chipmunks, snakes, foxes, and a variety of birds uh, call the uh, call Arlington home, including one very patriotic turkey. Apparently, <laughs> that was cute. Uh, elsewhere in the uh, broken news, a Florida man is under arrest for crashing his car into his neighbor's house. But then, what really makes this interesting is the way he tried to cover his tracks. He crashed his car into his neighbor's house, and then he got the brilliant idea to report his car stolen. <laughs> So that he wouldn't get in trouble. Officers responded to a residence in Deltona on Sunday on a report of a stolen vehicle. Amador Rodriguez said his blue Honda Civic was taken from his driveway. But then immediately afterward, authorities received reports the same type of vehicle crashed into a home just blocks away. Putting two and two together, Rodriguez uh, eventually admitted to crashing the vehicle and falsely reporting the car stolen when it was revealed that no one was home at the time of the accident. So he thought this was a perfect plan. But no, he's been charged with providing false information to police and leaving the scene of an accident. (laughs) File that under the category of seemed like a good idea at the time. Uh, one legitimately stolen vehicle, uh, rather unusual, making the broken news. A man uh, under arrest after Dallas police caught him driving a stolen fire engine from the nearby community of Plano. <laughs> Stole a fire engine. Uh, Plano Fire and Rescue says the truck was stolen on Saturday afternoon from a storage yard. Uh, Dallas officers later saw the truck. Uh, rolling down Main Street in downtown Dallas. <laughs> what isn't the first rule of, and I'm not a criminal mastermind myself. I you know don't know such things, but I would think logic would tell you if you're going to steal a vehicle, make it an inconspicuous one, not a fire truck. That seems to be that would that would stand out. It would be hard to to hide. Uh, they pulled over the fire truck and arrested 27 year old Jose Mora. Uh, who was uh, at the wheel, uh, doesn't say whether he admitted to stealing the fire truck or what the reason why he was driving a stolen fire truck, but (laughs) 
<laughs> City of Plano has their fire truck back, apparently, so that's good news. Um, you remember yesterday the uh, story about the uh, lady who went into a case of McRage at her local uh, fast food restaurant? Here's another uh, angry McDonald's customer story. Apparently, an angry McDonald's customer blocked a drive through for two hours on Sunday, refusing to move until police arrived. Uh, all And this whole thing was over a refund for a sausage and egg McMuffin. Uh, Stuart Yates, age 55, was told by staff to wait in the car park while they prepared his food. It, we've all had that happen, right? You go to the drive through and they say, well, your, your order's not quite ready. Please pull up. And uh, so we can serve the customers behind you. And when it, your order is ready, we'll bring it out to you. Um, well, uh, apparently, uh, he was not happy with being told he'd have to wait. He told staff that the last time this happened, he had to wait 15 minutes. My goodness. He said, a week ago, I got made to wait in the car park for over 15 minutes. And uh, a lad spotted me and said, oh, it's him again, because last time I complained. Uh, they said, go and wait in the car park. And he said, I'm not going anywhere until I get my food. He refused to pull forward. Uh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Yates, after holding up the entire line, said he was offered a cash refund instead because his order wouldn't be ready immediately. But uh, he wanted uh, the refund put back onto the card he originally used to pay and threatened to stay there for a week if necessary. He said, a girl came out and threw my money and change onto my car roof and said, leave or I'm calling police. He eventually spent two hours in the drive-thru before police arrived and he moved on. Here's the kicker on the story, and this is why, why it makes the uh, broken news. So he finally leaves after two hours in the drive-thru, holding everybody up and making a general nuisance of himself. He finally moves on, goes home. And so what does he do? He ordered two Big Macs via Uber Eats. <laughs> At the end of the day, he just wanted his food. That was... Maybe that's what he should have done to begin with. Just order Uber Eats, then you don't have to worry about it. Let somebody else wait. And fi finally, in the broken news this morning, uh, talk about an, an enterprising person who came up with this idea. Uh, lovers of the poop emoji, this is for you. One Japanese company is making a a gadget that creates uh, pudding, chocolate pudding, in the shape of the uh, poop emoji with a smiling face. You know which the emoji that we're talking about in your your cell phone, your text messages, and the uh, poop emoji with the smiling face. Well, this gadget creates a simulated emoji-style chocolate pudding swirl. Uh, the Yatazi make, uh, takes the hard work out of crafting emoji-shaped treats. Simply mix all of the ingredients, pour it into the gadget's main unit, let it cook for about 10 minutes, and out comes a tasty snack in the shape of a perfectly coiled, you know... The contraption, which which went on sale a few days ago, is just the latest from the company who last year introduced poop shake, a, a poop-shaped cake maker. So they are basically the experts on making turd-shaped foods. 
And apparently, people just can't get enough of this. <laughs> Pop culture run amok here on this. Although, I saw that story and I thought, man, why didn't I think of that? There you go. Uh, that is, somebody's getting rich. Uh, that is uh, today's broken news report. This update on the odd and unusual side of the news brought to you as a public service, more or less. Of Hancock County Veterans Services, we now return you to your regularly scheduled programming. This Memorial Day, WFIN invites you to join us as we present one of the great masterpieces of radio's golden era. On the evening of VE Day, Norman Corwin, often called the Poet Laureate of Radio Drama, presented a radio program that galvanized and electrified the nation. The broadcast, on a note of triumph, was a moment that would mark the end of a long national struggle and set a new standard for the art of radio drama. On a note of triumph, Memorial Day at 11. 11 a.m. on 1330 WFIN and 95.5 FM. And now your daily download, the numbers behind the news, the statistics that shape our lives. You pay attention to the news at all. You know that uh, COVID-19 cases are once again on the rise, starting to uh, make uh, headlines in the uh, national news reports. And experts are saying, we've got to watch this. We don't, don't want it to spiral out of control. But for the most part, Americans seem to be over it, and we're moving on. According to the uh, latest Axios Ipsos poll, People have checked out a little bit, according to uh, Ipsos uh, pollsters in a report in the uh, in the Hill. They say it's it's not necessarily something that uh, Americans are going to shut their lives down over. But it is interesting when in the poll they ask point blank, is the pandemic over two thirds of the roughly one thousand people who were polled? Two thirds say that, uh, no, the pandemic is not over. So. By and large, we recognize uh, that we're not out of this yet. However, that being said, just 7% say that there is a large risk. They believe there is a large risk associated with gathering with friends and family outside their household. Uh, By comparison, just 7%. By comparison, in April of 2020, 53% of respondents in the poll thought that large gatherings like that uh, posed a significant risk. One of the other questions asked, how much of a risk do you uh, to your health and well-being right now do you think there is in returning to your normal pre-coronavirus life? And just 8% believe that there was a large risk going back to doing everything the way we were doing it pre-COVID. Just 8%. In April of 2020, that number is 38%. Uh, What's more, the recent poll revealed just 19% say they wear a mask at all times in public. In January of 2021, that number was 74%. And just 9% in this new poll say that they are extremely concerned about the uh, virus, about a COVID-19 outbreak. That number was as high as 30% just this past summer. So... It's interesting to see when you compare the results of basically the same survey over the course of the past year and a half, you really get the sense of just how over it we are, ready to move on. And also, I think it speaks to how effective we believe the vaccines have been at at curbing the risk that we just don't see it as a potentially deadly disease anymore the way We did back before we had vaccines, before we had an effective treatment, when there were much more uh, frightening stories in the news about uh, what happened to people who caught it and the random nature of how serious it 
could be for some folks. Now we have this level of protection and we feel much more secure in going out and just living our lives, even though the number of cases are on the uptick. Basically, we know that it's not necessarily over, but we're over it. Is uh, the long and short of the poll. Well, it is never too early to start thinking about the weekend, especially with a three-day weekend coming up. And to uh, help you unwind after a long week at work, Rally in the Alley is back. Uh, some dude named Doug Jenkins is with us from the uh, Finley Hancock County. Sorry, I just Chamber talked into the microphone here. Is that how this works? Okay, that's, All how right. it, uh, that's how it works. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Rally in the Alley uh, is uh, starting this weekend, yeah. so it's perfect timing as we uh, head into the uh, holiday weekend, and uh, it's exactly like you remember it i guess right absolutely so uh, last year we had it at marathon center for the performing arts because during the planning process you just weren't sure what was going to be open what right. wasn't everything sure this year we're back at latham courtyard downtown right next to the glass block building actually uh, in the alley actually in the alley Which... uh, this year so uh but it's you know it's a, it's a wide courtyard as we like to say but a very nice <laughs> setup we're really excited about it um Nearly the same lineup of bands as we had last year. The uh, the only new band we'll have this year will be 100 Proof on June 17th. But everybody seemed to like the bands that we had last year, so we're happy to be able to bring them all good back. One, good one this Friday. Yeah, yeah. Hypnotics did a great job kicking off mm-hmm. Rally last year. Little classic so. rock action and yeah, all they, of that. Yeah. They were uh, they're a lot of fun, so looking forward to seeing uh, Jim and all of them back on Friday night. Uh, so for those who are unfamiliar, um, give us all of the uh, details and yeah, so uh, every Friday night uh, during the summer, with uh, the exception of next Friday, because that's Boogie Weekend, mm-hmm. and then uh, we've got a couple of rain dates just in case. Uh, we have a band down in Latham Courtyard. Uh, we have a local restaurant providing free snacks to people till they run out, and then we've got uh, uh, beer and, and beverages for people. It's a great way to kick yeah, off the weekend. Just a great way to yeah. unwind, and you start right after right yep. after work, right at quitting time. Starts at five o'clock, mm-hmm. goes to eight o'clock. So it's not not a late night for you. It's just a good way to unwind as you're leaving work. You mm-hmm. Come down, enjoy some music. It's free for people to attend. So you can, and in all ages encouraged. Um, you know, we've have people bring their kids. We've you know people occasionally bring their dogs. We don't need that many dogs there. I'll be honest, like that's. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, it's it's a good time for it's everybody. It's just a it's a really chill way yeah. of uh, kicking off the weekend, and it's and it's great to have uh, all of the support that that you've had over the years. We in do making we've, this happen. We've so. got uh, a lot of great sponsors that uh, that without them, obviously, we couldn't do the event. But they also volunteer their time for the event too. Uh, you know, as a chamber, we're only a four person staff, so it's going to take a few more than us to. to <laughs> Run an event like this, pull so, this off. Uh, so you'll have all this, the volunteers from the from the sponsors, and they've got can koozies and stuff that they're handing out to and everything, and so they're happy to be there. They're unwinding at the end of their day as well. Yeah, so you get some uh, handing out some uh, goodies. Yeah. Who uh, who are the uh, sponsors, by so, the way? So we uh, uh, share that. Yeah, the sponsors for this week will be RCR Technology Group and okay. Hancock Federal Credit Union and Finley Brewing Company is uh, giving away the food. Very cool. Yeah. So uh, and that's good stuff. In case you had, uh, have never. Uh, so again, uh, Friday evening at uh, five o'clock, um, and then it's every Friday again. Not yeah. next week. Not next uh, week because it's yeah. as you said, it's, and off uh, on July first unless we, we need to use it as a rain date. But okay. uh, but yeah, you can see the whole schedule at uh, FinleyHancockChamber.com and see all the different bands and, and everybody. As we have said in the past, if you don't 
know where Latham Courtyard is. Just follow the music. There you go. Follow the crowd. So Absolutely. you go downtown and you can't miss it. <laughs> it's hard to it's hard to to drive by and not notice something is going on there. <laughs> exactly. Uh, there's plenty yeah. of people. It's I mean, it's just always a great crowd. I think yeah. you know and. You get a similar crowd each year, so when we couldn't have it in 2020, you missed those people. Yeah. And so last year when we were able to do it again, you're like, oh, hey, I haven't seen you since 2019. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And and hopefully Mother Nature will cooperate. Because It'd be I nice. Know, uh, what was it, last year, the year before, a couple of years ago, it was like seemed like every Friday. Was, yeah, last year was every Friday. We're <laughs> watching the radar and thinking, well, if it, the system <laughs> diverts to the north. So hopefully. Uh, yeah. Hopefully yeah. we'll be able to uh, to. Get all of these, uh, all of these in, and so uh, definitely circle that on your calendar for uh, Friday nights beginning uh, this Friday evening after work. What else is uh, going on? We got plenty of time. Oh, here. Awesome. anything else going on? Well, yeah, actually, Farmer Share Breakfast is Ooh. coming up here in June on June sixteenth. Okay, uh, it'll be out at the Old Millstream Center on the Hancock County Fairgrounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year we moved uh, the Farmer Share Breakfast, which had typically been in March to June. Just mm-hmm. we were hoping that things would be a little bit more open and, and under control and. As luck would have it, it, it was. But what we found is it's actually a better time to do that because we can have our scholarship winners out there. Oh, yeah. Previously, we we didn't even know who they were yet because yeah. we were still in the fundraising process for those scholarships. Yeah. Now we know who the scholarship winners are. In fact, they should know at this point. There's been phone calls made. So uh, <laughs> anyway, so we're able to acknowledge them in front. But, the, you know, we've got the the year in review with Ed Lentz and the OSUA Ag Extension. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got the, the Ag Hall of Fame inductees. Uh, it's a $5 ticket. The breakfast is just delicious. And um, tickets are available now? Yes, they are at the Chamber okay. of Commerce. If you stop by, you can pick those up for $5 a pop. All right. So uh, put that on the uh, calendar here coming up in uh, in a few weeks as well for yeah. the uh, agriculture community. Absolutely. Do you know how much bacon you can eat for $5, Chris? A lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Uh, and interesting uh, story behind the uh, farmer share breakfast and how that came to be. We'll talk when we get closer to yeah. it, but uh, about that. But uh, certainly worth pointing out to get your uh, tickets now uh, for that event to uh, celebrate uh, the uh, county's agriculture uh, industry. Yeah, absolutely. So stuff. Great way to help fund those future scholarships and, and develop that next generation of agriculture leaders we have in Hancock County. More details on uh, Rally in the Alley and everything else the Chamber's got to going on at your website, right? That's correct. FindlayHancockChamber.com. All right. Doug Jenkins with us uh, this morning. Uh, again, don't forget Rally in the Alley to kick off your Memorial Day weekend this Friday after work. You can go to GoodMornings.net to uh, get a link up for more information and get a list of the bands and the uh, folks are providing food and all of that. So, Doug, thanks very much for dropping by. We thanks, it. Chris. Appreciate it. And that will put a wrap on our podcast for today. Thanks to all of our guests for joining us on the program this morning. Remember, you can get more information about all of the topics that we talk about each day on the show at our webpage, goodmornings.net. Coming up tomorrow with the summer season right around the corner, we get details on this year's Summer Read program from the Findlay Hancock County Public Library. So until tomorrow morning, that is good mornings for this morning. Now that you've had a good morning, go on out and make it a good day. Catch you back here tomorrow.